Dana White, president of the UFC, joining us here. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr., George Sedano, uh, with you here on ESPN LA. So, Dana, we were just laughing about, and this is why we love you, um, because of the, uh, the stuff with your Sacramento card and people getting on you on Instagram, um, because of the card with Aspen Ladd on it as the main event. And some dude apparently said that the card was trash and your response was classic. It was fantastic, which is stay home bleep face. Um, you're the best. Like, like, I, I love that you basically realize that as, that they're your fans, that they're your consumers, but if you listen too much to the fans, you're going to be sitting with the fans. <laughs> yeah, the, the reality is this. Listen, we, we, we make 44 fight cards a, a year, right? Not everybody's going to love all of them, but if you don't like it, it's a simple solution. Don't watch it. Nobody's asking you to watch it. Nobody's making you watch it. You don't have to watch it, and you definitely don't have to buy tickets. So it's up to you. You, you don't like that one? Check out the next one. <laughs> and they will. Uh, Dana White's been telling the truth for a long time, and you've always approached this business in a very sort of blunt, direct manner. When you haven't been able to say things, you've always been like, look, I'm not going to talk about that. I wonder, the last time we spoke, I asked you if there was a surprise fighter on the card that people should look out for that could have a big future, and you had mentioned Cron Gracie, and you were dead on with that. On this card, it seems like I'm going to see about 27 different knockouts <laughs> based on the yeah. based on the people you put on here. Who do I need, outside the main event, because we'll get to that in a second, is there someone on the card that you think is special that has some dynamite in their gloves or in their feet or in their elbows that we need to look out for? Well, if you look at, you know, if you look at the, the, the top three fights on, on the card this weekend, you know, all big names that you know already from Manawa to uh, Ozdemir, top, top ten ranked guys, uh, and then Gustafson and Smith. Um, you know, there's a kid on the, on the card named Devin Clark that we found on uh, – I'm looking for a fight. He's a kid that we're hopeful is going to do well. And, um, you know, off the top of my head, I don't have a guy right now that I can say, oh, this guy's probably going to, you know, break into the top five and be a world champion someday. But who knows? We'll see what happens this weekend. Dana White hanging out with us again. It's Saturday, this Saturday, June 1st. Uh, the prelims begin at uh, 10 a.m. Eastern uh, and 1 p.m. Eastern for the main card. ESPN2 is where you can find the prelims. And then, of course, uh, the main card will be on ESPN+. Plus. You can subscribe for just four ninety nine a month. Um, real quick, before I get back to that, something just popped into my head because obviously with the NBA Finals going on and a lot of stuff going on here locally in L.A., with the Lakers, um, there was a cool story uh, in basketball that I wanted to get your thoughts on because I feel like you can relate to this. So LeBron James's agent um, apparently confronted, we found this out recently, confronted Adam Silver, who's the commissioner of the NBA, and was complaining uh, about the Lakers coach, that he didn't want him to coach the Lakers and LeBron and whatever. You, as the president of the UFC... What is the funniest or strangest or you know craziest story of an agent or someone involved with a fighter coming to you complaining about something? <laughs> yeah, I have I have a real love for all agents. Uh, they're all wonderful people. So I, I, listen, I, I uh, mo most agents are are, are dirty. Uh, I, 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 I'm sure that I, I don't have any stories off the top of my head, but you know, you can imagine, you know, you, you saw what I said to the fan yesterday. You can imagine some of the conversations <laughs> I had with some agents and uh, their, their opinion means absolutely nothing to me. And I, I could care less and hopefully, uh, you know, the same way in basketball. 
Dana, let's get to the main event, man. Gustus, Gustafson versus Anthony Smith. Alexander Gustafson, unless you're a top, top guy, he has just about dominated everyone he's ever gone up against. And then Anthony Smith, who's this sort of like warrior poet in a monster's body, who's really only looked bad against against the champ. Um, right. How do you see this going? Does Anthony have to take him to the ground to to beat him, or is is he going to get outstruck if he stays on the feet? How do you see this fight playing out, or how do you hope it plays out? But you're right. One of the things that I love about this fight, if you look at both of these guys, they both lost to John Jones, you know, um, and and uh, Smith hung in there and, and, and gave Jones a tough fight. And everybody knows Alexander, uh, you know, Gustafsson and what, what he went through with John Jones. Incredible fight. One of the probably the greatest light heavyweight fight ever. Both of these guys are dogs. Both of these guys are, are, are tough and love to fight. And I expect this to be a really, really good main event. Dana White hanging out with us here. Speaking of John Jones, I know he's going to headline um, UFC 239 on July 5th or 6th. July 6th, actually. Um, what have you made? What have you made of his comeback to this point? Unbelievable. If you look at traditionally when guys take as much time off as John Jones has, when guys have the problems that John Jones has had, they usually do not come back and win or look good. John Jones is an absolute freak of nature. You know, he is, if you, if you take away all of his problems outside the octagon, I mean, this guy is absolutely the greatest of all time. Dana, I want to hit on two things. One that's the near future and one that's the near past. Coming up, you have Ferguson and Cerrone. And I love fights where you kind of see a guaranteed finish where you know there's no chance in hell it's going to go to the scorecards. Um, what happens at the end of that fight? Is that person going to be guaranteed a title fight? And the second part, looking back, I've watched Kevin Lee since the beginning of his career. And now with those losses now coming in a row in two different divisions, what kind of advice do you give a fighter like that, regardless of whether he's willing to take it? What kind of advice do you give to a kid like that, if you could deal with both those? First of all, the fight with, uh, with, with Cerrone is ridiculous. That fight is going to be insane. And, and I agree with you. I don't see that thing going the distance. I think that that fight is going to end uh, with a finish one way or another, whether it's a knockout or a submission. Tony and Cowboy are, are both just unbelievable fighters. And Cowboy, despite his age, the guy's never looked better. I mean, he looks incredible right now. Um, and then as far as Kevin Lee goes, you know, Kevin Lee came in with a lot of hype. The problem with Kevin is Kevin, Kevin doesn't have the gas tank to get into those big five-round fights. If you notice, every time he gets into a five-round fight, the first thing he does is gases out. I wonder if we can jump into the women's division now and talk about Aspen Ladd and her sort of aspirations. How do you guys go about trying to build a fighter up when you see that there's some potential or star quality in them? Are you trying to challenge them every single every single fight you put them in? Or are you trying to put them in some fights to make them look good as well along that journey? Yeah, you know, you, you can't do that. You can't take fights in, in, in mixed martial arts to make people look good. And especially in the UFC, you're fighting all the best. The best of the best are here. Um, and she's coming off an incredible war. Great fight. Looked incredible in that in that Sajara fight. And, uh, you know, she's one of the top five-ranked fighters in the world now. So we, we think this, this, this is the right fight for her. Dana... 
Dana White, UFC president with us here. Gustafsson and Smith, uh, UFC Fight Night 153 this Saturday on ESPN+. Plus. Again, the prelims at 10 a.m. Eastern, which is 7 uh, Eastern here. Uh, begin on ESPN2 and then the main card on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, at 10 a.m. Pacific. Dana, man, always a pleasure. Uh, appreciate you not calling us bleep faces, and uh, we hope you had fun while you were on with us. Pleasure, guys. Thanks for the support. Dana, if you ever start an unemployed actor's fight league, I'm your champion. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. See you, man. Take care. Bye, guys. There he is, Dana White with us here, president of the UFC.